Welcome to Fables and Fairy Tales, where this week the story is... Basket Babies This story was written by me, and it's based on a folktale from Colombia. Here to read it to you, it is I, your storyteller Chip Cahoon. This is part four, and I wonder what's in store. If you missed everything before today, catch up at fablespodcast.co.uk. But if the story is with you, then let us continue. When the gardener overheard what the princess said to the prince, he could barely hide his excitement. As soon as the royals had left, he called all his family into the kitchen for a meeting. We are going to be rich, he told them. All we need to do is attract a bird that can sing your fortune to make its home in our garden, and we'll have the best gardening job in the world, tending the palace gardens. To the gardener's surprise, neither his wife nor the young men nor the young maiden shared his enthusiasm. Dad, said the young maiden, I'm not sure there is a bird that can sing your fortune. Maybe, maybe not. But here's a fact I can tell you. On the next hill lives a wise man. If there is a bird that can sing your fortune, he'll know where we can find it, said the gardener. The family couldn't argue with that. Because the gardener had work to do, it was agreed that the eldest of the young men would pay the wise man a visit. So the eldest young man set off for the neighbouring hill, carrying a bag of supplies, some food, water and toiletries like a toothbrush and hairbrush, in case he needed to stay anywhere overnight. It took him half a day to climb the hill, and at the top he found a palm tree with an old man under it. The old man didn't look very wise. His puffy grey hair was as long as his whole body, and it was tangled with more knots than a hundred pairs of shoes, meaning the old man sat under the tree moaning and scratching and sulking. Excuse me, the young man asked. Are you the wise man who lives on this hill? The man snapped. Of course I am. Don't you know that all wise men have long grey hair? The trouble is, the wiser you are, the longer it gets. And that just makes it vexatious. Sorry to hear that, the young man replied. But I don't suppose you could tell me where I can find a bird that sings your fortune? The wise old man grunted and waved his hand towards a gap in some nearby bushes. Through there, he said, then went back to scratching endlessly. The young man thanked the old man and went through the gap in the bushes. He found himself on a path bordered by blueberry bushes and followed it down to a very tall tree. And there, sitting on the highest branch of that tree, sat a bird singing fortunes. 
Excitedly, the young man scrambled up the tree. When he was close enough to reach the bird, he stretched out a hand. And nearly a week later, the family at Marmalade House decided that the eldest of the young men wasn't coming back. The bird probably sang him his fortune, said the gardener, and he's gone off to find it. Oh well. Everyone agreed that the second young man should go instead. So off he trekked to the neighbouring hill, carrying his own rucksack of supplies. It took him half a day to ascend it, and at the top he found the palm tree with the hairy old man under it. Excuse me, the young man asked. Are you the wise man who lives on this hill? Between moans and scratches and sulks, the man snapped. Of course I am. Don't you know that all wise men have long grey hair? But the wiser you get, the further your hair extends. And that just makes it more unbearable. Sorry to hear that, the young man replied. But I don't suppose you could tell me where I can find a bird that sings your fortune. The wise old man grunted and waved his hand towards a gap in some nearby bushes. Through there, he said then went back to scratching incessantly. The young man thanked the old man and went through the gap in the bushes. He found himself on the path bordered by blueberry bushes and followed it down to the very tall tree. Like his brother before him, the second young man saw the bird on the highest branch singing fortunes. In the grass by the tree's roots was a crystal ball, but the young man only cared about the bird as enthusiastic as his brother had been, up he clambered until he was close enough to reach the bird. He stretched out his hand. And, nearly a week later, the family back at Marmalade House decided that the second young man wasn't coming back either. The bird probably sang him his fortune as well, said the gardener. I can't blame him. If I heard my fortune... I'd probably want to go get it. So it was that the gardener and his wife agreed that the young maiden should go now, if she wanted to, which she did. That was part four of Basket Babies. To find out whether the young maiden is any more successful than her brothers, make sure you're subscribed to this podcast for tomorrow's episode. And if you're enjoying the story so far, please could you do a little thing for me? Please just take a few moments to write a short review of this podcast on your podcast player. Your reviews help other people to know the fun that can be enjoyed inside this podcast, which means you'll be helping us to spread that fun even further. Just look for a button on your podcast player that says review or maybe comment. Tap that and type away. Or, if your podcast player lets you give us a heart or a star or maybe many stars, that would be great too. Thank you ever so much. Right now, though, it only remains for me to say cheerio, and I hope to hear your story soon. So, cheerio, and I hope to hear your story soon.